Welcome to the Soul Service Podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia Burtnick. I am a spiritual life coach, energy healer, and psychic medium on a mission to help you heal, awaken, and expand your light and consciousness. If you are a spiritual seeker ready to learn, grow, and live and breathe your purpose here on this earth, you are in the right place, my friend. Together, we are going to dive deep into opening our hearts, healing our shadows, connecting with our souls, and erasing our vibes so you can live your best life ever. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Service Podcast. You're tuning in with me, your host, Anastasia Burtnick. And I am so excited to be here with you today. So on today's episode, I want to talk to you about the ways that the feminine self-sabotages. This is a very big topic because so many of us self-sabotage. And that is whenever we are self-sabotaging, that is always our feminine. It's always our feminine energy. Our masculine energy is always going to destroy outwardly, but the feminine energy within us destroys ourselves. And honestly, there are so many reasons why the feminine energy might be looking to self-sabotage. And we can be When we're in this cycle of self-sabotage, we can be making conscious choices and we can be making subconscious choices or unconscious choices. And when we're making conscious choices, we know when we have the awareness that what we are doing is in fact self-sabotaging. And then when we are working off of unconscious programming, that's when we might be just going and doing things on autopilot, not thinking about it, but in reality, we are self-sabotaging. Now, let's get into some of the reasons why the feminine might self-sabotage. And probably the one of the biggest, one probably one of the biggest reasons is that the feminine needs to be filled up. It needs to be filled up by love, by life, by experiences. Otherwise, the life force and the radiance of the feminine energy and, with, and that energy within yourself, it dies off. And let me be very clear, it, it doesn't ever die permanently, but you can feel like when you're not feeling great, when you're maybe you're tired or you're just you're sick or you're not feeling connected, you're just well. It's because you're disconnected from life force. You're disconnected from your feminine radiance. And in those moments, what makes the feminine vibrant and radiant and so powerful, those parts have died off. So you have to reignite the flame. Now, the feminine, the feminine, the feminine. If this is your first time tuning into an episode with me, 
the feminine energy is life itself. It is everything that fills up life. So it is movement, emotion, feeling, um, experiences. It is creation and destruction. It encompasses everything that life is. That is the feminine. And feminine and masculine is not about gender. Each person, no matter how you identify, has the feminine and the masculine energies within them. And it is so important to understand these energies and work with them so that you are living in your highest potential, in your highest purpose. If you are not working with these energies, you are doing yourself a disservice because life is so much harder when you don't understand it. Life is so much harder when you're working against these energies and putting a lot of shoulds on your shoulders. So the feminine is everything that life has to offer. And oftentimes, when we are not allowing ourselves to be filled up, to be nourished by life, when we are in a cycle of self-sabotage, numbing, we turn off our connection to all of life. So self-sabotage with the feminine can look like emotional eating. It can look like eating disorders. It can look like drug or alcohol abuse. Um, It can look like watching endless TV or... It's it's always about harming yourself in some way, self-sabotage on its own. There's so many things that can be a form of self-sabotage. It can be choosing relationships that you know aren't good for you, staying in relationships that you know aren't good for you. It can be the lashing out at others in order to make yourself feel better. It'll, it'll be judging yourself harshly. This is the way that the feminine self-sabotages. And the feminine itself can get pleasure out of keeping its heart closed. So when, when your heart is open and when you are fully aligned with your soul and your higher self and you are taking actions that are in alignment with your highest self, when you allow your heart to open, that is when your feminine can, be, can really shine and be seen. And you can see the radiance in people. I don't know if you've ever looked at someone and even though you are not sexually attracted to them, There's just something about them that is so compelling that draws you in. 
That's the feminine. That is feminine radiance. Especially with women. You can see it with men a little bit, but typically most men, and this is, this is just typical, most women are core feminine. Most men are core masculine. That is not the be all end all. There are definitely feminine men and masculine women. This is just an energy thing. But typically you will see the most amount of radiance in women and the most amount of consciousness in men. And being pulled in the radiance is not just physical. It's not about beauty standards or anything like that. It is actually like a a glow from within. You're exuding an energy of open-heartedness, light, love. That is radiance in the feminine. Now, things that cause the feminine to self-sabotage is going to be wounds, traumas, belief systems that serve to keep your own feminine energy repressed. If you've ever been told you're too much, that's a big, big thing that represses the feminine. And if you haven't healed your beliefs and your experience uh, and your experiences around being told you are too much, then your feminine energy will self-sabotage to keep you small. Once you have healed that, however, it gives your feminine energy the permission to fully be seen, to fully step into radiance. And the idea of stepping into radiance and self-sabotage, this is not like, it's not a destination. You're never going to arrive. You're never going to get there. And it's not all or nothing. You're not suddenly one day going to be radiant and only radiant for the rest of your life and never experience any ebbs. It is, you're always ebbing and flowing. You're going to move in and out of radiance. But the more work you do on yourself, the more understanding you have about how to work with a feminine energy the more you will understand how to come back into flow and not get stuck in an ebb. A lot of the issues occur when we get stuck in an ebb and that can be a day, that could be weeks, that could be months, that could be years. You'll still experience like little peaks of radiance here and there, but You need to be doing the healing work in order to embody radiance on a regular basis rather than embodying the the death and self-sabotage and destruction of yourself and all of the lack of connection and lack of life that comes with that. So so self-sabotaging can be based on, like I said, emotions, traumas, beliefs. And what happens 
is even if we are, we might be consciously choosing to do something. So I'll, I'll, I'll be very honest with you. In the last little bit, um, I've been allowing my heart to close. Not all the time, but enough. So I've been in a period of self-sabotage. And remember that there is no shame around this. Like I've been doing this work for quite a while and I still come into these patterns. It just means that there's another level for me to heal and another level for me to step into. So I've been self-sabotaging my own success, my own creativity, um, being seen, being, being in my radiance. I've been self-sabotaging, filling up, like properly filling up my feminine. And what I've been doing is I've been numbing with watching Grey's Anatomy. Now, there is nothing wrong with sitting down and watching some Grey's Anatomy. We all love some Grey's, right? But where it's wrong and where it becomes a negative pattern is when that's the main thing that you are doing. So when I self-sabotage, it's usually based on a fear of success, um, a fear of having to take more on. It also looks like me feeling physically tired. And I'll get into that in a moment. So when I'm feeling those ways, when I'm letting those fears or beliefs rule me, then I give into it. And that's where instead of finding a way that fills up my feminine and gives it life force, I find a way to fill up my feminine with a temporary band-aid, like binge watching Grey's Anatomy. So there are always healthy and unhealthy ways to fill up your feminine. But for me, I was self-sabotaging by binge watching Grey's Anatomy, by not reading, by not doing most of my spiritual practices, I was allowing myself to be shut off instead of coming into my heart and my soul. This can also look like emotional eating. This is something that I've struggled with for a long time. I've healed a lot of it. There are still layers that I need to continue to heal around emotional eating. But when I am feeling emotional or tired or something, I will definitely reach for something easy that makes me feel good in the moment. So, you know, self-sabotage can look like very, like you know that these actions that you're taking are harming you. So it might be starving yourself. It could be overworking yourself. Um, like over-exercising type of thing to punish yourself. It could be negative thought patterns and you you telling yourself that, oh, like I'm such a piece of shit. I'm wor- not like worth anything. Like why would anybody love me? Like I can't get ahead in life, blah, 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 blah. Like it might be beating yourself up that way. Um, it could look like self-harm. That's a lot of like, that's wounded feminine Um, and it could also look like alcohol or drug abuse. There's so many ways that it can look that are more obvious. And then there's ways that 
the feminine can self-sabotage where it doesn't look as obvious. Like binge watching Grey's Anatomy might not look as obvious. But I know based on my own self and the direction of my soul, of my life's purpose, I know that binge watching Grey's Anatomy is not actually in my highest good. It's not in my highest alignment. And what it's doing is serving to keep me where I am rather than allowing me to grow. But it can be tricky because you can, I could say to myself, well, there's nothing innately wrong with it. Still getting everything I need to do done to be where I'm at. So your mind can trick you into thinking that what you are doing is not actually self-sabotaging. But when you actually stop and take a moment and get real with yourself, you know and you can pinpoint what you're doing and where things need to change and what you might be resisting. You know, oftentimes when I don't do my spiritual practices, it's because I'm resisting going deeper. I'm resisting doing healing work. I'm resisting having to expand my own consciousness to hold space for more people. And in those moments, it can feel easier for me to not do my spiritual practice, to go and turn on Grey's Anatomy or Netflix or anything It can feel easier for me to do that, but in the long run, it makes me feel worse. So bringing your awareness to this cycle of where you are self-sabotaging, how you are self-sabotaging, and what you're getting out of it. So for me, watching Grey's Anatomy it makes me feel good. I like the relationships. I like the drama. I don't like actual drama in my life. So I get some from TV. Um, It also makes me not have to think, makes me not have to grow. I can just kind of sit there and cuddle up. And sometimes that's okay. Sometimes that is actually what I need. But it's knowing the difference between what you actually need and what you're self-sabotaging with. So awareness is key. And one of the best ways that you can build awareness is to get clear on where you're going. I am very clear on the highest version of myself. I am very clear on my purpose. I also understand that as I grow, the path that I am meant to take and my purpose will change. What I envision for myself right now, the, the version of my highest self that I fully understand right now is not gonna stay the same. So there's growth there, but you want to get clear 
on the direction you're going with yourself, with your life, with your relationships. You want to have that vision so that you can tap into the alignment of what choices you are making. When you have that vision, that clear picture of who you are becoming, who you're meant to be, the things you are meant to do, even if you don't have all the answers, if you still have that clear vision, you can then build awareness around the choices you're making in your everyday life. So because I have a very clear vision, I know that when I go and I binge watch Grays, I am keeping myself from stepping further into my purpose, from embracing more success, from expanding my own consciousness. If I didn't have that vision at the other end, it would be a lot harder for me to see where I was making choices to self-sabotage in my life. So get clear on the direction you are going. If you want help with getting clear, I believe it's, it's either episode six or eight of the podcast. It's about tapping, in, tapping into connecting with your highest self. That is a great resource for you to actually get clear on that. Now, something that came up recently for me that was a, it was actually a huge aha moment, and I, re- I really want to share this with you, is when you are feeling tired, maybe you're feeling pain in your body, you're feeling disconnected, whatever is going on, I want you to ask yourself, what is underneath those feelings? Now, the big aha moment for me was that, especially lately, my physical tiredness was actually a sign that I was lacking life force energy and my feminine radiance. So one of the reasons why lately I was watching Grey's Anatomy more is because I was physically tired. And when I finally took a moment to ask myself what I actually needed, why when I'm physically tired was I turning to Grey's Anatomy, it's because I was looking to fill up my feminine. But I was doing, I just ended up doing it in an unhealthy way. But my physical tiredness is directly related to the fact that my feminine was not feeling filled up. It was not feeling filled with love and life and radiance. 
So when you are feeling something in your physical body, ask yourself where it's actually coming from. Because remember, anytime we feel something in our physical body, it is actually a manifestation of emotions. So my lack of feeling filled up, my lack of love, that feeling of disconnection caused my physical tiredness. And now that I have this awareness of that, I can go out and really focus on filling up my feminine in ways that are healthy, that will move me forward that are in alignment with my highest self. So before you make a choice to do something, ask yourself what it is you are really needing in that moment. What are you really needing? And what are you feeling? What are you feeling in your body? What are you feeling in your heart? When you start asking yourself these questions before you make choices, you will start getting answers. And then with those answers, you can make empowering choices versus ones that are self-sabotaging you. We are not meant to destroy ourselves. We are meant to live and thrive. And the reason that we do destroy ourselves and self-sabotage is because that is what we have been taught. So we need to unlearn it. So some ways to fill up your feminine. This may look different for everyone, but chances are there's going to be similarities. But first, go into your heart. And I want you to bring up the things that make you light up. Is it meeting up with friends? Is it going for a walk? What experiences or adventures light you up? Do you like getting yourself flowers or going even just window shopping, looking at all the things that you could, you could buy? Do you like getting yourself a candle? Do you like having a bath, dancing? listening to music. Bring 
bring up all the things that really light you up. And then I want you to actually plan things out. Give yourself times every day where you can fill up your feminine. And this is going to take practice. Remember, it is not all or nothing. You're never just going to randomly one day stop self-sabotaging. It's going to be there. You just need an awareness of it and you need the tools to move out of it. So for me, I work from home, which is a blessing and a curse. And if I stay home too much, if I don't leave my house enough to go do things that fill me up, that's part of where my feminine radiance starts dimming. That's part of where I get into a self-sabotaging trap. So I know for me, I need to get out of the house. I need to meet up with friends. I need to go for walks and coffee. My friend and I next weekend are going to be looking at sunflowers. Here in Winnipeg, we have a place that's called Amazing Corn. So we're going to go to their sunflower expo, which is a giant field of sunflowers. We're going to go through the corn maze. We're going to go to the petting zoo and it's going to be amazing. And that, even just thinking about that, even though it's like over, just over a week away from when I'm recording this, that lights me up. And even if, depending on where you are in the world, you're limited as to where you can go, then find ways to meet up with friends or connect with friends. Maybe every Tuesday morning you get on a Zoom call and you have a coffee date. Maybe every morning, instead of just going and making coffee and then going to work or something or starting your day, you make your coffee and you dance in the kitchen while you tidy it up. I know for me, music is a huge mood changer and music gets me into my feminine because masculine is stillness, silence, consciousness, direction, purpose, like very, very purpose-driven. And while these two energies work together, you can't meditate your way into the feminine. Meditation is not a feminine practice, but moving your body is. So basically with the feminine, anything that really moves your body, that inspires emotion, like that, that is the simple way. And that's why music is so amazing. That's a simple way to get you into your divine feminine. Meeting up with people, having experiences, Things that fill you up. And make a plan for yourself. So if you know that 
for example, like me, binge watching a TV show is one of your ways of self-sabotaging. Have a contingency plan of when I feel like doing this, I will do a 10-minute or a five-minute dance party instead to get me into my feminine, into feeling good. Have a contingency plan because if you can plan for the times when you don't feel the greatest, when you're wanting to self-sabotage, when you're not feeling radiant and lit up by life, you can plan for that and have ideas in your toolbox that you can pull out, then you are more likely to stop self-sabotaging and you are more likely to make a healthy choice. And you will have to come back to this time and again to remind yourself what is in your toolbox, to remind yourself of what your triggers are because we are human. No matter what level we're at, we can forget. We can forget what our triggers are and how to move through them. We can forget what's in our toolbox. So bringing awareness around on a continuing basis. And this does not have to be a daily thing. Might be once a month, might be once every three months or six months. Like, I don't know. It depends on you. But it's not, in this case, it's not like a George Foreman girl where you set it and forget it. You have your toolbox and every so often you take your tools out and examine what you have so that you are reminded, so that you can actually consciously use your tools. Another amazing practice to get you into your feminine is, this is something my coach actually taught me, is you walk around and as you walk, you envision yourself kind of floating, um, very light stepped, and you have cherry blossoms coming out, flowing down your back. So With every step, you have lots of cherry blossoms flowing down your back. Practice walking like that with that awareness that you have flowers just flowing down your back and see how you feel changes and see how you walk changes, see how you carry yourself changes. Just witness the change in just doing that. That is a great way in a few minutes that you can get yourself back into your feminine alignment. And remember that anytime you are feeling out of alignment with your feminine, anytime you feel like you're going into that self-sabotage realm, it's because you are feeling a lack of love in your life. And that's what it boils down to. It's always, it always boils down to a lack of love. It can be a lack of love from yourself, from relationships in your life, from life itself. If you are not letting yourself be filled up with emotion and experience and all of the beauty that life has to offer, and that's both 
in the creation and destruction, the good and the bad, like just if you're not letting yourself be filled up with all of what life has to offer and that love, you're going to start going into that self-sabotage because when you are not filled up with love, you are not filled up with life force. So you're turned off. If this is something that you want to dive deeper into, send me a message, ask me questions. I love it when you guys send me questions and I highly encourage you to book a theta healing with me. We can actually go into some of the beliefs and start healing the beliefs around showing up in your feminine because most of us have huge blocks around being in our feminine because from the time we were young, we are shamed for it. So Theta Healing is an amazing way to move through that and help yourself start healing and really coming into alignment and coming into your radiance. So you can book a Theta Healing. Um, you can go to my website or the link is in my bio um, over on Instagram and Facebook. And I also have open spots right now for one-on-one coaching. So if that is calling on your heart, pulling on your heartstrings, send me a message and we can chat about that as well. I love you guys. I really do. I hope you have an amazing, amazing day and an amazing week. And I will see you on the next episode. Thank you for joining me today on the Soul Service Podcast. If you love what you heard, I would be over the moon if you would share this episode with your friends and leave me a five-star review and subscribe over on iTunes. I want to help as many people as I can, and I can't do it without your support. I'll see you on the next episode.